0: What's going on in the roads right now? Where you are, you just heard traffic, nothing much. It seems like it's uh, clear sailing out there. But again and again, what we are finding is that we've got a change in behavior. At at least this is the anecdotal reports coming out from police. We have a change in behavior in the roads, and it began with the pandemic as the roads opened up. We saw a jump in uh, stunt driving. We've seen a, a number of recent just absolute tragic Accidents involving speed, or many of them involving young people, and and you just have to ask yourself: Is there a correlation here? Are we going to see more carnage on our roads as we get back to work, as we begin to relax restrictions? You know, we, I think we, we I have, a, I have this fear, and maybe it's only me, but you know, just kind of all all across all sectors there will be that we're just been locked down and held back for so long that once we're let out we're just going to be everybody's going to you know take some risks that maybe aren't the smartest and when it comes to taking risks on the road we know they can be deadly let's talk more about it gil panalosa is the founder of 880 cities join me joins me on the line hi gil hello hello how are you I'm, I'm pretty well. Do you share my uh, concerns about what's going to happen as the restrictions ease?
1: Yes. Well, one of the things we need to realize is that the streets were very dangerous before the pandemic. Just in Toronto, a pedestrian in 2019 and 2018 and so on, a pedestrian was hit by a driver every four hours on average and a cyclist every eight hours. So it reported to the police so there were many more because not always people report to the police so it was it was very bad it was like a pandemic that that we were not putting a solution on that then comes the pandemic there are fewer cars on the streets so with fewer cars and really big roads people started driving a lot faster uh, because the congestion was helping for people to drive a little bit slower, but with fewer cars, then they were driving faster so even though there are fewer accidents, fewer incidents, more people are getting killed because the incidents are with drivers going much faster, in addition with the pandemic, people have anxiety and people have fatigue, and people are less tolerant so 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 they are less patient and so a, a combination of, of all of these—the big roads uh, and the anxiety and the and the stress—a lot of people, are, a lot more people. And it's not just Toronto. In the U.S., last year, more people were killed by drivers in 2020 than in 2019, even though there were fewer incidents. So the same thing is happening in other cities, not not just in Toronto.
0: In Toronto, in the city proper, we've seen uh, the reintroduction of photo radar. Um, other attempts to try and slow speeds. Um, in your estimation, how successful have those been, and what what mitigation should we put in place?
1: Well, we should be doing much more than that. For example, we put in like fifty cameras. A city like New York put fifteen hundred cameras. So we need to put many, many more cameras to for this to be effective. Also, we need to lower the speed. We know internationally that if, 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 a, if you get hit by a driver at 30 kilometers an hour, there is 5% of probability of being killed, 5%. At 50 kilometers an hour, is more than 80%. That's why many cities around the world are making 30K maximum speed citywide in all the neighborhood streets except the arterials. So on the arterials, on Dundas, on uh, university and so on, it can be a little bit higher, 40 or 50, but in all. So that people know that once you get off an arterial, it's automatically 30. And how to make it 30? Either you narrow the road, you put humps, you do whatever it takes for people to slow down. The people on the neighborhood street, there's absolutely no reason for people to go about 30 kilometers. We are going to save lives. So we need to do things like this, not just in one world or in another, but we need to do it citywide. We really, it's not about putting signs, like the city is wasting money in signs to slow down children at play, paid by Vision Zero. No, that, that is not Vision Zero. Vision Zero It works based on the fact that people are not perfect, so there are going to be issues. So how to design the speed and the engineering of the roads so that we are going to save lives? We know that in crosswalks, if there is a small island in the crosswalk, we eliminate 60 percent of the incidents. Why? Because some people have walkers, some small children, so they only cross half of the road, and then they wait for another traffic light to cross the other half. Why are we still doing crosswalk without, without a small island in the middle? So this is not a technical issue. This is not a financial issue. It's a political. One last example. L- last year, the, in 2019, the mayor made a big press conference to say that he was going to make the areas around the school safe until he was finished, and that he was going to do 20 schools per year until he was finished. And everybody says, oh, wow, how nice. No, if you do 20 per year, it's going to take 31 years just to do the elementary schools. Hmm. If this was a priority, we should be doing all of the schools in one year. Uh, It's totally doable. It's a political decision.
0: Gail, I appreciate your perspective. Thank you so much for coming on today.
1: Thank you very much.